0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to Britpop Banter uh, My name is Kevin Dodd, this is Leslie Martin Hi Hello, how are you doing?
1: Good, I'm actually really good
0: You're pumped I'm really pumped. You were really excited. Do you know why I'm excited? Go on.
1: Because we're wearing Britpop banter (laughs) t-shirts that I made us.
0: They arrived
1: today and they look lovely. They
0: are. I must admit, when you said we had (laughs) t-shirts, I was really angry at you, (laughs) and I was like, "Bless, you've actually done something really nice." Yes. I can't be, you know, too mean about it. Again here, hating life, no one have to wear this silly t-shirt Get here, such a nice t-shirt It's a really nice t-shirt So uh, you came up with the ingenious idea of, of giving these away as prizes Yeah But how many do we have? Two
1: <laughs> <laughs> One for me, one for you Yeah, we
0: didn't, didn't really think that one through, did you? But we can get more So uh, we may or may not post what we look like And if you like, if you want one of these
1: then we can organise it.
0: Then I'm pretty sure we can organise that. So, um, all right, before we get into uh, this week's episode, our plugs, as usual, at BritpopBanter on Twitter, um, go to our Facebook page like, like that and leave us any comments you want, or email us, britpopbanter at gmail.com. Questions, feedback, corrections, memories, if you want to challenge us on anything we've said so far, uh, please come at us. Uh, and the usual disclaimer, all views expressed on this podcast are 100% our own, and while we poke fun at some bands and artists, we appreciate their talent and sacrifice to create the albums. Alright, you ready? Yep. So, last week was Suede. Yep. How did you feel about that episode?
1: Um, I really enjoyed last week's episode. Oh, I thought it was a good fun episode. I thought episode, we had a lot yeah. of fun.
0: Yeah.
1: the um, album itself, I think we covered it well. Yep. Um... I still think people will be surprised that that particular album is so low down. Yes. Given the fact, you know, we've talked about how it was apparently the beginning of Britpop. Good point. Um, but I, you know, we've we've talked about this before. This is, um, you know, this is our ratings and we've got our own rating scale. And yep. um, so I feel quite comfortable with that to be
0: honest. Do you feel Suede are lucky to get in the top 50 at all? I think the
1: Suede... Count, were... count, count your blessings, Suede. Count your blessings, <laughs> Suede. In fact, count your blessings any band that gets in this top
0: 50. Um, I, look, I've gone back, I've listened to that episode and I've actually listened to the album again, which is quite rare because usually it gets drilled into me through this process. Yeah. But there are some really good songs on that album. So I'm glad we listened to it. Um, Suede, we're never sort of on, I think, both of our scenes when we were a bit younger So it's good to sort of discover and change our mind on them I think you nailed it by a best of by Suede Would be brilliant Yeah. And also I don't think you've done it yet But their new album The Blue Hour Is 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 worth a listen to So I'm looking yeah. forward to that um, Homework from last week We're going to start with the big one Now one of our bits of homework was Damon Albarn, Albarn has a new band Do you remember the name of the band? The Good, The Bad and The Queen Well done, awesome, yeah uh, I said we were going to watch the video We totally forgot But you haven't watched it No So we are going to do a live pause We're going to run off, watch this video And come back and get Leslie's reactions to said video I might be overreacting You might go, this is fine, kid. This worries me It does a bit it, does. it really worries me So we will pause and come back to you And let you know what you thought of the good, the bad and the queen Alright, be right back And we're back So...
1: I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs>
0: so we watched a video to Maryland, I think is the name of the song.
1: We the song's good. The song's not it's, bad. It's a bit weird. What's with that face? Like I'm now scarred, I won't sleep tonight. It's like know. it's like um, Blur featuring Chucky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I will post it for everyone to sort of have a, a look. See at It's it's unsettling. I, I would yes. say. But so the album is out, um, and I'll add it to the list for both me and you to listen to. I've had a quick listen to it, and and I'm not. I, that song's very unusual to me, but that loop has been in my head for the yeah, last two days. Yeah, it's still in my it's head. Ve- yeah, it'll keep going.
1: But it reminds you. Do you know what it reminds you of? You know, if you go like to say Blackpool or like Blackpool oh, Pier or the yeah. Tower, and they've got those like clown machines, and it's just that. Oh yeah And it's like kind of music and it goes in a loop and it smiles or it spits out like little balls yep. at you. Yeah. That's yep. what it kind of but it's freaky.
0: It is. It is a very unusual video. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll post it, have a look at it. We will add it to the list of albums to have a listen to. Yeah. But again, it just shows you that the the number of bands and artists twenty years ago are still kicking around producing new music. Phenomenal. Yeah. Alright, uh, so that was, what this, uh, I wanted to kick that off because I really wanted to see your face and it was utter confusion for a while It was
1: there. utter confusion.
0: Um, so we watched the video, um, also you, once we ended the last podcast we talked about the Charlatans album and I don't, th- you weren't happy with how you sort of left that, I think you wanted to give it a little bit more praise, I don't think you felt you nailed it.
1: Yeah, I really wanted to touch upon, there was two tracks on that album and um, I'd forgotten to mention them, so the track Not Forgotten on that album. Yep. Is possibly one of the best songs I've heard in the last month. Wow!
0: And you've listened to a lot.
1: I've listened to a lot, I just think it's a—I think it's a beautiful song. Okay. I really recommend that people go and have a listen to that. Excellent. Um, and the track "Over Again" was—I uh, thought it was really catchy, and I really actually enjoyed that album. But I, those two tracks, I really want to call out. It's
0: funny because you've picked. I went back because you raved about this album, and I went. What did I give it? And. So we'll go through so far where the ratings go on the, on the sort of newer albums. I re-listened to it today and I, same as you, loved it. And I think it's been lost in the amount of albums we've had to listen to. But I picked Solutions, Plastic Machinery, There'll Be Chances and Let's Go Together as my favourite songs. Totally different from you. Do you not like Not Forgotten? I'm pretty sure I, I, I like
1: the whole album. But Plastic just, Machines was great.
0: Just whenever I was like, oh, I like this, write it down, right? So maybe it was just, maybe I was distracted at Give the time. Give Not
1: Forgotten a listen again. All right. There's the bit before it, which is like 40 seconds, and it's when he does like that weird oh, sort the... of chatter bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: then, so, but then it goes straight into Not Forgotten. Okay. Um Oh, great track.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I was, look, honestly, that rated really highly amongst... So far you're doing really, and we'll come to the albums, but you are just heaping praise on them. So I can't wait. You had some homework there as well. Yeah. I made a mistake with the Embrace album. I called it um, Love Is All You Need, and it's not. Um, It's Is Love A Basic Need is the name of the album. So I got it wrong. Apologies on me. And it's important we get that right. But you did have some albums to listen to. So you had, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. Ikebele, and you had Ash. Mm. Talk to me... Which one do you want to tackle first?
1: I want to tackle Echo Belly first, because it's happy.
0: Oh, you liked Echo Belly.
1: Loved it. Um, so I, so Anarchy and Alchemy, um, I wasn't too optimistic about it. I hadn't really um, seen it. You praises. hadn't, you no, hadn't no. really sold it to me. And, you know, our past track record in terms of ratings, you're normally way... I am, have lie. I? Mean, I'm usually, way nicer usually than point, I am. 1.5 ahead yeah. of you. And I thought, oh, this is going to be grim. Um, <laughs> and I was... But I was at the beach on Saturday. Oh! Don't want to rub it into anyone listening <laughs> to the UK. but um, Yeah, I was at the beach and I thought, I'll give this You didn't get crack. burnt either. No. Nah. So you have learned I your have lesson. I have learned my lesson. Okay. So, yeah, um, talk to me. How was it? Oh, I gave it... I will give it a 7.5 out of 10. Oh, that's um, a big, different from and mine. And the reason is, it's look, it's not too different from early Echo Belly. It's probably be, I feel the production is better. Yeah. Um, by far. Yeah. Um, but the standout tracks for me were Firefly. Okay. Loved it. Okay. Um, Rain on and Faces in the Mirror. Okay. They're three tracks that I've gone back to again and again this week. Um, what I is, what is honestly, what is I going on in really the world? rate that album and I recommend anyone to go and give it a listen.
0: Wow. Look I think Maybe it deserves a re-listen from me I think because, it does um, I give it a 6 mm. um, And I think And If you remember back to the first episode What I said was I think When I compared it against the other albums
1: Which you told me not to do uh, And I gave Embrace hold on, the rating. Hold
0: on But what I did was When I found out That all these new artists Had re- released new album I, I lined them up And I went through them all And there's some big hitting albums there you have been spoiled and actually picked two a week and have just looked at that as opposed to looking in the overall bucket. But, in saying that though, the fact that you like Echo Belly, I'm all for it. Two thumbs up from this guy. I'm a a really happy man. So maybe I was a little bit harsh, but I'm glad you like it.
1: I didn't have it easy though because my next album was Ash. (laughs)
0: Talk to me about, uh, I said you wouldn't like one of the tracks. Buzzkill? Oh, yep.
1: Wow. <laughs> Buzzkill, it's more like, I just kill myself. <laughs> it's didn't absolutely like the album? five out of ten. Five? Like, just didn't get the album. I just didn't enjoy it. Um, first couple of tracks, I was like, oh.
0: Well, I think Buzzkill's two, isn't it? Five, yeah, well, first,
1: no, it's three. Okay. was uh, first couple of tracks, and I was like, hmm. Look, I've never been the biggest Ash fan, right? So I think that needs to be... That's an understatement. Yeah. And look, Ash, when, when Ash do great songs, they do great songs. I feel like they go either great or... they're or Two different spectrums. Rubbish. Yeah. I don't feel like... You know, like Echo Belly, even some of the other songs on that album that might not be your favourite, they Are. don't offend you. Yeah, They're just there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and it's the same with some of the other albums. You don't get offended by it. You don't necessarily have to click on. Yeah. You just go, hmm. Okay. Not great. Ash's album, that Buzzkill song. I went. Mean, this is a joke.
0: <laughs> it's it's the minute I heard, it stands out on the album as well.
1: It doesn't go. It's, What's it's, the point? I don't, I
0: don't. I'm the same as you. That that song, and I knew the minute I heard that song, I went. Les is gonna hate this. So, I mean, I, if I don't like it, you're definitely not, not gonna like it. Um,
1: um, five out of ten.
0: Seven and a half from me
1: Wow Better than Echo Belly's album
0: Yeah Wow But I said that at the time Because I actually On that album There's some really Really good strong tracks But So So far So uh, obviously Ash is your, your worst album So far hmm mm-hmm. Alright Okay What do you want to take next week?
1: Give me what You throw two at me
0: Well I'll tell you what let's, We've been banging on about Suede We just covered Suede Let's do the Suede uh, Blue Hour album I'll Write this down Write down your homework
1: Yep, suede so
0: And the rest I were Now, what are you fancy from the list? So, so far you've got Reef's new album you haven't tackled uh, The Manic Street Pictures. you said you listened to But you've not given me a rating for Shed Sevens Actually, take Shed Sevens Okay Because that was one that you weren't. What? That I gave a nine So I bet, yeah. I bet you'll come knocking at the door with an eight All right.
1: Really? Oh, it's a good album well, I, think I don't really mind like it. Shed Seven either yeah. So I would be I
0: think it's So that's good Alright two pieces of homework and We do have two sort of new albums to whack on the list If we are missing any new albums Send it to us We'll add it to the list These are just very brief ratings We're not going into to deep diving in, into it all We're just listening and giving a, a number yep. around um, We've got uh, The Good, The Bad and The Queen Which we just talked about Looking forward to reviewing that We'll push that off for a little while But we've got Ultrasound's new album Real Britannia as, uh, as well Which I'm going to add So these are the sort of ones that I Need to Listen To and then you've got this list which you've got your homework there for. Lovely. It's time for one of your favourite segments. Do you want to sing the Jungle Jingle?
1: Diddle do, what was it again? Ding ding ding. I don't <laughs> know what it is. What was
0: You're it? Supposed to, you, you struggled with the jungle and then you went Brip up one-liner.
1: Yes. Brip up one-liner. There you go. Lovely,
0: lovely. Um, it is You to Ask Me.
1: Oh, yes. So here. Amazing
0: Yeah I've even colour coded it You've for you
1: have colour coded it Can someone take a photo <laughs> Look at this What a geek <laughs> Easy to understand Easy though. to Thank understand you. Yes Okay go for it Okay Stereophonics
0: Oh Okay um, Wasn't the Biggest fan of the phonics When they first come out But Word gets around That album got around It was played Non-stop And Really liked that album. Uh, Performance in Cocktails was good. Then they moved into... So, actually, you know what? Really consistent band? Yeah. I don't know. I'll go back and listen to them um, sort of every now and again. Um,
1: One-liner. Give me one line. What do you think about them? Uh,
0: Not my favourite band, but I'll delve into every now and again.
1: Okay. Great. Not my favourite band. Ash! (laughs)
0: My one liner is I like these guys A lot more than you do Um Just to touch on that yeah. That 1977 album Brilliant album And My job If it's there Is to convert you On how good that album is So um good. I'm looking forward to Potentially Talking about Ash In the very near future
1: Oh no It's but, um there.
0: Oh no I like it. Can I tell you a story about Ash? Please Um I, back in back in Perth, our hometown, they were doing a gig at, and I can't remember whether it was a HMV or the Virgin, they were doing a, an in-store concert, right, and um, my shift finished a bit later than they were supposed to come on and, and do it, so uh, it was back in the days of those really long 10-hour shifts, and so I persuaded my boss to do not only the 10-hour shift, but to work through my breaks and lunches to get to the gig so that I could see Ash play in that tiny record store. And they played four songs. I was knackered. I was so tired by the time I got there. It was awesome to get there. Played three songs, four songs, walked off. And I was like, "Ah, I just worked. (laughs) You have no idea how hard (laughs) I just worked to get here. Like thinking it would be this big sit down long, like just a long concert. Get there, three songs, piss off.
1: Was it worth it? Yeah, nah.
0: Probably not. I Hmm. went, this will make you laugh. I went by myself.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make me laugh at standup. So I must. I can't. I'm, where were you? I must have tried to get you going. You were laughing, right. doing that. No, I would have probably worked a ten-hour shift more than I would have <laughs> went to see Ash.
0: All right. So there's my Ash uh, one-liner. Worked a ten-hour shift with no breaks or lunches to come and see you. You played three songs and then you pissed off. One more. One more. Are you ready? Yeah, go. You haven't picked it yet. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> Go on. Ian Brown. Oh, he's.
0: You love Ian Brown, and he got me onto him. And that's obviously from The Roses. We're not going to talk about that. Um, but I, for years, could not get past. Uh, I always had challenges with his vocals. <laughs> However,. I have come to love them and Unfinished Monkey Business and Golden Greats. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, that was one. You, you. I think you just wore me down. I think yeah. you just beat me up. And, that's usually uh, my tactic. That's usually just, yeah. But, yeah. It works. Definitely. So, Ian Brown didn't like it first. However, through Les banging on about him so much, eventually ground me down and now I like him. Good. Yeah.
1: So Stereophonics, Ash, Ian Brown done. Okay,
0: done, alright, thank you Well done Alright, we are, so we've fallen on from Swede last week We are at number 46 Woohoo
1: <laughs> Ploughing through the
0: chart Ploughing through them It is the Happy Mondays, Pills and Thrills and Belly Aches Love it What do you think they mean by the title?
1: Um, numerous things <laughs> I think the title's quite self-explanatory, to be quite honest. A lot of
0: their album titles actually are, and we'll cover some of those in a second. The album cover, did you... uh, There's been a couple of of moderations done to the album cover. Which one did you see? Do you remember what the first one was?
1: Um, Yeah, it was the one... Because I read about this, actually. It was the one that was made up of lots of different sweet rappers. Yeah! Yeah. It's a great album cover!
0: But it's been changed a few times and they had to lose some of the brands and identities of some of the chocolates and sweets. But the first one, literally, you look at it and you can pick some of your favorite chocolates when you were a, a kid. So Aww. it's actually Spotify has the original. It actually has Does it. it. If you do a Google search, you'll find some of the older stuff. But Spotify actually has the, the most, uh, the, the earlier one with the original brands on it. Um, so the album was released on 27th November 1990. We were babies.
1: We were babies. We
0: were babies back then. Uh, In actual fact, we were about a month away from meeting probably for the first time.
1: Oh, lovely. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt we were listening to that, though. uh,
0: I very much doubt we were listening to this.
1: Maybe in between Kylie and Jason, I think it had it in the middle of them.
0: (laughs) Can you imagine if I brought that album home to my mum? Could you
1: imagine Uh, if you did it now? It would make a difference.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Zero difference. Uh, This is uh, the Happy Mondays' third album... Their previous album was the album called... Do you remember? No. Bummed. Bummed. Uh, So, interesting enough about Bummed, in 2006, Q placed the album at number 18 in its list of the 40 best albums of the 80s. Oh, wow. Uh, So that was 1988, I apologise. The album was also included in the book 1001 albums you must hear before you die really do you really want to hear the happy mondays
1: before you die yeah okay make me laugh
0: actually good point uh, so before that the award for one of the longest uh, album names ever you ready for it yeah squirrel and G-men, g-man g-man 20, 20 hour party people plastic face can't smile brackets white out brilliant Now
1: Have you watched the movie 24 hour party people
0: No I knew you were going to Ask me about that too
1: I have it on DVD downstairs Do you want me to lend you it
0: I don't think I have a DVD player Okay Is it good Talk to me about it
1: Really like it So Steve Coogan's in it Yep And he plays the guy Who ran the Hacienda Yep And it talks a lot About the Manchester sound Mm -hmm. Which um, Is where um, Happy Mondays began Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sort of tells stories of that era, pre- predominantly focused on him, but you do get a lot of glimpses of the music, like they talk about um, New Order, Happy Mondays, and Spiral Carpets, lots of the other bands. It's a really good movie. Okay,
0: maybe I will borrow it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I talked about that long album title, um, I'm not going to repeat it, but they're credited with probably the longest album name, but also the shortest Album review. So, <laughs> Melody Maker uh, said about yes, the album Yes Please. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's quickly touch on Yes Please. So, Yes Please was uh, was following it a couple of years later uh, in 1992. I'm not going to talk. If you don't know about the uh, the album Yes Please by the Happy Mondays, I would probably say don't listen to it. And just read the Wikipedia page It just sounds like uh, an insane album creating process Did you read up on it, what they no. did? It's. We'll take it offline because we'll probably get into trouble About saying some of the stuff they did But it was crazy what they did And um, that was the album that actually sent uh, the Factory Records bankrupt Because they just threw so much money at it And it just was a mess of an album Um, It was, yes please, it's actually listed in Pitchfork Media's the top 10 career-killing albums of the 90s. Wow. Well, it didn't kill them, it actually did kill the record label. So, um, yeah. So, Label Factory Records, uh, they had the same label as New Order and Joy Division. That kind of makes sense when you hear some of the music coming through. As I mentioned, they went bankrupt in November 1992. Producer... Paul Oakenfold I know And Steve Osborne Paul Oakenfold I know Insane So I, was, I saw that name come up And I went Whoa Alright uh, It's 10 tracks It's 43 minutes again Alright So we're cracking in
1: that Mid 40 45 minutes um, You wouldn't have bought it 10 tracks Tight You'd have gone Nah I Not worth the money
0: I didn't buy this And to be fair Imagine the pocket money I was on it In 1990 No But did okay.
1: you never buy it Down the track no, no Like I bought it later on
0: No never Um, Never had this album Uh, So how did the album actually do? It went to number four Which was pretty good Uh, And it spent a total of 31 weeks in the top 100 Do you want to know what was in the charts at that time?
1: Yes I do (laughs) I love this This is
0: your favourite segment Everyone turn the volume down on your phone (laughs) uh, Or your computer Because Leslie's going to sing at you what do you want the Albums or the charts Albums first album- Well you like structure Like me apparently now Alright so This is 1990 Yep I'll tell you what Rather than trying to name The number one album Do you want to give me Who do you think's in the charts The top ten in 1990 Kylie Minogue Uh No Is that it That's your what wa- Jason Donovan <laughs> That's all you've got Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan No is the answer uh, Take let, that Let me just see <gasps> They're in the singles chart
1: Yeah I knew it
0: yeah. oh, Amazing We'll get to the singles chart But well done
1: Love Take That then First album
0: No what to, no no no. I'm talking about Kylie's in oh, there Kylie. Not Take
1: That oh. Take That or much yeah, Kylie later Kylie will be in it I know that
0: Okay Let's get into the album So number 10 Yeah In 1990 From A Distance The Event Cliff
1: Richard. Oh. Do you know any Cliff Richards? Yeah, okay, quite a few. I'm not going to sing them.
0: I don't have, even want to talk about. Did you have any of his
1: stuff? No. What? All right, just asking. Uh,
0: my dad had this in concert. Uh, Jose Carreras, Placido Domingo, and Pavarotti.
1: Oh, so did my mum and dad. her mum and dad. This is hear that oh, one yeah. more time.
0: Uh, that was in our car. Uh number
1: And that would that makes sense, right? Because Italia ninety World Cup, oh, that was the song. See? Boom. Boom. Wow, I'm clever.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um all right. The cure with mixed up. Oh yeah. Number seven, uh status quo, rocking all over your years. <laughs> They're always in there. Uh number six, I'm your baby tonight, Whitney Houston.
1: <gasps> love Whitney Houston. Your baby tonight
0: don't know anything about it Whatever you want Alright, well, well, one-liners <laughs> Don't get carried away No one wants to hear you sing Whitney Houston <laughs> Number five The Beautiful South with Choke
1: Can't stand The Beautiful South
0: I never, yeah, I never got into Number four Pills and Thrills By the Happy Mondays uh, Number three The Rhythm of the Saints By Paul Simon I'm Paul Simon, yeah Yeah, it's Paul Simon But I don't know anything from that no. uh, Number two Phil Collins Serious Hits Live You should have thrown out a Phil Collins and number one, the very best of Elton John. Now that was 1990. He,
1: the very best of Elton John. Back in, in 1990. 19- I only saw him two years ago.
0: How many times? But like, how
1: many times can you release your very best of? <sighs> like I got it for Christmas, like literally five years ago.
0: There you go. Maybe he does it every couple of-
1: Anyway. Love a bit of Elton though. Uh, okay. <laughs>
0: uh, who else was charting in the singles? Yeah, you ready? Love the singles. Now, you can't sing this because you just sung it. Whitney mm. Houston, "I'm Your Baby Tonight" at number ten. Could okay, just sing it?
1: Yeah, just sing it. it again. Uh
0: We want the same thing by Belinda Carlisle at number nine. I don't know that.
1: We want the same thing. We know we dream the same dream. Oh yeah, I know that oh.
0: one. Number eight, "Step Back in Time" by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> All I can do is
1: step oh, back yeah, in course. time.
0: Yeah, okay, thank you. Oh Christ, it's going to be a long one uh, Berlin, Take My Breath Away oh, No
1: Take my, my breath, breath away. away All right. Name the film, go ten Let's talk good. Well done
0: got, got a trivia right After I butchered last week's Awful. Oh sorry uh, Robert Palmer and UB40 I'll Be Your Baby Tonight, number six No Number five, Black Box with Fantasy
1: Oh, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Um, my dad's one of my dad's favourite songs is Ride on Time" by Blackboard. Your dad? No word of a lie. This is the funniest <laughs> story ever. So, just for everyone listening, my dad is now seventy nine, and he list He does his exercises to Spotify, and he sent me an email about two months ago and said, "Well, I really like that do dance your
0: dad, song." Do your dad
1: impression. Well, probably... <laughs> I love that dance song. <laughs> It's got that lady that sings on it, and it goes like this, do 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 but he wrote it like that in an email. And then I went, I need to figure this out. Uh, I know what it is. And I said to him, I went, Dad, I think it's right on time by Black Box. Next morning, you were absolutely right, love. Love. <laughs> love. <it. laughs>
0: Um I love your dad impression. He's oh. a machine. Yeah. Uh, doing his exercises oh, every morning amazing. and his abs. He's just 79. Oh what is that black box? Uh number four, the beautiful south, a little time. Number three, don't That song
1: did my head in and it was so big. And a little time to think it over. It was huge, I can okay. it.
0: Uh number three, Don't Worry by Kim Appleby. No. Nah. Number <laughs> Number two, Fog on the Tyne by Gaza. No way! And Lindis Farney. Go on. Fog on the Time is all
1: my.
0: Alright, <laughs> number one, an Unchained Melody by The Righteous Brothers.
1: Oh, not singing that.
0: Nah, I don't think that's what a song. Uh so that was the charts. So It's a bit grim. It's a bit grim and also. Kudos to the Happy Mondays for breaking through a number four into that. Yeah. Really, completely different music, and they've got into the top ten. You can see why the world needed
1: Britpop if that was the early 90s.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, um, I have failed to acknowledge the amount of work you've done this week. Thanks, thanks. And we're almost halfway through the podcast. You, I've never seen you come... Uh, Listeners can't see this, but uh, one, two, three... And double-sided. Double-sided? So you've probably got about ten pages of notes, <laughs> which is more than me. Handwritten and a highlighter.
1: A highlighter. Whoa! A green highlighter. Oh, my God. Um, Big leagues now. I just... Um, I just got quite excited. I do love the Happy Mondays, but what I wanted to dig into, I think, was... You'd asked me previously around the... Um, and a couple of people on Twitter have actually asked as well in terms of when I mentioned about the Stone Roses kicking off Britpop, we've had a couple of people comment and say, "Look, you know they were part of the Baggy um, era; it was part of Manchester." Yep. Which I understand. Yeah. But then my comment back to them was that. Are um, well, going
0: back and forth? Are you? Yeah. Brilliant.
1: Well, no, That's but why I made
0: you sign your name on Twitter. <laughs> so <people> don't come <laughs> at me.
1: No, well, but basically, was Bob had to start from somewhere, right? So right. we had to come from one era to the other. Okay. So I did a bit of digging into like the Manchester um, uh, kind of era in terms of where the Happy Mondays. Is it an era? It's it
0: very short.
1: Yeah, but it was. It was more of a cultural scene, right? It obviously de- developed in Manchester. And of if course. you watch that movie, you'll, you'll see. All right, okay. um, Like, in the north-west of England in the 80s, um, it merged with, like, an alternative rocket acid house and dance culture. Um, and also probably a bit of psychedelica and 1960s pop. Yep. Um, it was... Re- that, that madchester label was really popular popularized by the british music press mm-hmm. in the early 90s mm-hmm. which makes me you know you think about we're talking about britpop some of these albums you listen to begin 1990 suede kicked off in 93 you can begin now when you sort of really dig into the bands and the music you dig into where the crossover was okay because if you think about what they classed as madchester you've got the the roses
0: yeah
1: and spiral carpets yeah who no Gallagher was actually a roadie for the Inspiral Carpets before he oh, kicked off. Oh, that's right. Was his, in the documentary yep. they did, yeah. Um, and Eight Oh Eight State and James, James. So they named James part of that Manchester. That's well, that's,
0: that's not the one that gets me. It's Eight Oh Eight State.
1: Yeah, because well, it's that kind of.
0: But it's totally different from the other bands.
1: True, but if you think about that acid house dance culture, yeah, but blending okay. in the oh, rock it, piece, I think they
0: just um, yeah, they probably got it because from Manchester.
1: And then that baggy sound, so people sometimes, like you were asking me, what does that mean? What does it mean? Right, so it's basically a combination of like funk, psychedelica, guitar rock and house music all put together, right? That's not what I thought it meant. But that's what it is, what I did you I... think of it? <laughs> I it was They're like... trousers. Yeah, I thought they wore baggy <laughs> I thought they wore <laughs> Lincoln Park. <laughs> Park! No! Oh,
0: so what do you mean, bag- run me
1: through it again? No, that's the sound, right? So it's like, it's like funk, psychedelic, guitar music, and house music, right? And basically, in the Manchester context, right, it's basically influenced by indie music that was starting to come through mm. and it dominated the city's music scene. Okay. Um, And then a lot of those influences were coming through the Hacienda. You've really got to watch 24-hour part of people. Apparently. That's your homework. Oh! That right. is your homework. All right, okay, done. Done. Okay, Because I think you'll begin to get an understanding of that music. Okay. So for me, it gave me a bigger understanding in terms of, you know, I, I, I absolutely love the Stone Roses. It certainly is baggy, so I will big thumbs up to my Twitter friend. Um, <laughs> however, I do still think that from that sound, I just think there's always a journey. So we came out of my chest, there was the baggy sound... And then we came probably into into that Britpop era. And I do think those bands, by bringing in the indie influence into that acid house, psychedelica um, dance culture, mm-hmm. I think that's where it... Okay. I'm beginning to see the whole... Okay. You begin to see a lot of it take shape when you dig into it and we start listening to these albums.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: You think about Primal Scream as well. Yeah, true. That was 91, it has that vibe. Yeah. Um, you know, Stone Roses album nineteen eighty nine. This Monday's album that we're talking about is nineteen ninety. You can you start to begin I think to. I need to look at nineteen ninety two,
0: because a lot of that stuff is is coming in at the end of the eighties, early nineties, and then we're talking about Britpop kicking off in ninety three, right? Mm. What happened in ninety two? Well, that's what I mean always, so Obviously, Kylie Minogue dropped the book. And ball.
1: what happened in ninety
0: one? Uh so okay, yeah, keep going, good stuff. Um
1: the one thing I did want to comment on is so I did a bit of digging into, um, you know, this particular album. And one quote that I saw, one review that really sort of stood out for me. So I was reading a review in NME and Paul McCartney commented that he saw the Happy Mondays on TV. And he said they reminded him of the Beatles in their strawberry field phase. Yes. Now, for me, that's big praise. That yes. Oh, okay. look, not Mr. Take Revolver Back to the Shop. So, <laughs> I'm a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. As you know. Love. Yep, yep. They can do no wrong. Yeah. All of this kicked off from that, and man, don't get me started. I'm if not. you think I'm going to kick off about the Roses starting Britpop, I will start off about the Beatles kicking off everything. Every- so-,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, everything, music up until the Beatles was non existent. Wow. They yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. yeah good. Pretty much. All right, carry on. What else you got? Um,
1: That's good. Thank you. Very, very
0: good. Thank you. I I don't understand, because obviously I wasn't um, old enough to understand it, but I don't understand the Manchester, uh, you know, movement, that it was there for the the couple of years. Uh, I think you're starting to paint a really good picture between how it started moving from that stages into this Britpop um, piece that we're talking about now. So I think you're doing well. You're doing well in terms of getting us the background. What else have you got? That is just one page of your ten... What
1: have we got? Yeah, probably a lot of them are nonsense, but it's fine. Um, The second part I wanted to dig into, so some of my homework for last week was around the whole Did Brit Brit Pop Cause Brexit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And our mate Michael Han at The Guardian. Um, So I dug into a little bit of this in more depth, right, because this whole conversation fascinates me because I feel that we're actually doing this podcast at a very timely moment Yeah. in terms of Cool Britannia. There seems to be a lot of bands coming back. Brexit's happening, there's actually a lot of articles that talk about um, how this has potentially kicked off Brexit. The reality is it hasn't. Of course But not. it's about the whole, um, um, I guess, resurgence of this type of music. Hmm. So I read that article more by Michael Hahn, and he's um, he said, look, there's no denying that Britpop nostalgia... Um, did make flag-waving nationalism more acceptable. And he did that in the 90s for the reason that we discussed, so we had new labour coming in. Yeah, yeah. The same, probably, reasons um, now are happening. OK. Um, he, there was one quote I just want to touch upon, and I want to get your reaction to it. This Go is on. in his article. Go so on. He said, um, so, Britpop went from something arch and wry and awkward... To beery singalongs with arms around shoulders. Do you think that's a fair reflection of all of the albums that we're going to talk? Because it's a, for me, beery alongs is tub thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> I don't think that animal nitrate is a beery singalong.
0: I agree with that. Um, got a funny story about Chumbawamba. Oh yeah. So I went to Tina Park, nineteen ninety eight. And Chumbawamba were on the main stage And they were, I think they were the act before Garbage And um, so it was a really rainy, crappy day Uh, Puddles, mud, you know, it's just a horrible You know when Teen The Park just gets this muddy everywhere Anyway, so uh, Chumbawamba came on Course started off with tub thumping
1: I get knocked down
0: And... So they almost got knocked down because the entire crowd scooped up muck from the ground and started launching it on the stage. They never made it through the song. They walked off, and the crowd cheered when they went off. So that's my only Chumbawamba story. Poor, I can't imagine how they felt.
1: That's not very nice.
0: It's not very nice, but it's my only. Th- when you tell me about Chumbawamba, that that comes to mind. Oh. I know, harsh, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, you were talking about whether you think it's this camaraderie, arms around each other. Yep. That is definitely an example of not
1: <laughs> Yeah, and no, absolutely not. Um he so he writes the whole article and he discusses it in more depth. And the article actually was triggered by a tweet from um the writer John Savage. So he tweeted um saying, I know that Brexit um is a Tory owned disaster But I'm pondering to what extent the cultural smugness of the Blair years, Britpop, Hornby and Curtis, helped to pave the way. So Curtis being obviously Richard Curtis, I'm assuming, and Nick Hornby being the author. So he triggered the whole statement um, by calling it that. I mean, what's your thoughts on that?
0: I think it's clickbait, to be honest. Bad. it's yeah it is and they, but
1: then you dig into but it that's, that's, more this, then is, there's... this
0: is my boy Michael Han isn't it
1: yeah no it's
0: the same um, same stuff but it
1: was really funny so um, obviously we're quite active on trip Twitter now yes and we've got friends at Britpop Memories yes they tweeted in response to John Savage did they um, just with that finger on the mouth questioning emoji and I cried with laughter because <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with you guys okay and um, but then, look, digging into it more, it was... There's just a lot... There was a magazine called The Quietist, It's a British online music and pop yep, culture magazine. Yep, 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 And then, so they then talk about um, John Savage's tweet, and then Michael Han writes about this, and he's saying, like, it claims that Tony Blair was Britpop's spiritual leader, institutionalised and extended Thatcherism, and while glad, handling gullible rockers... Um, And beaming about Britain's marvellous musical, Heritage, tore up the tracks. Britpop didn't make this happen, but it didn't do nothing. It did worse (sighs) than nothing.
0: It's rubbish, isn't it? It's just just there's (sighs) a lot of this stuff. It's just bands making music. That's all it is. And... Oh, God, I've got
1: I've got more, but we'll cover it in the. Next, but I think what we'll do is we'll cover a little bit On each episode because there's so much more that I can dig into. The one thing I want to see because I really want your opinion on this. Oh God, Go Michael on. Han. Yeah, a, geez. quotes. He also says that dance music was more popular than Britpop, and he gave the example of Everything But the Girl Ooh. missing outsold Wonderwall.
0: Wow, does Did that it, surprise? It, you? it surprises me. I listened to everything but that album I love to everything the girl.
1: I had both those singles So um, I contributed to that I'm not going to lie
0: I love that's everything but the girl yeah, But same. I'm surprised by the number of album sales
1: But Was dance music more popular than Britpop? I don't know That's something I want to dig into
0: That's a great point Because we love both I just don't think that's true you don't think that everything but the girl outsold Oasis? No, I do.
1: I mean, I don't think that dance music was more popular in Britpop. See, even that surprises me. I'd love to get like on Facebook, Twitter, right, and I'd love to hear people's thoughts on oh, that. That's a
0: great question. I to just ask. don't think did dance music in the nineties outsell Britpop? It well, was not it more the crap, not the crap stuff, the good yeah, stuff.
1: But I don't...
0: oh wow, I'd love to know. Well, where was Prodigy, Firestarter? You know, anything from the Chemical Brothers. You know, they're on the where was the born slippy? Surely that was up there. Oh, Michael Hahn, f- I'm coming at you again.
1: But I'm going to end it. Okay. So, you know how much I really love the Boo Radleys? Yep. <clears throat> so, I was doing my research. Oh. And Martin Carr from the Boo Radleys. Oh, damn, yeah. Do you want to take his take on Britpop? You ready?
0: I do, because I'm, I don't want to hear from them, but I, it's...
1: I tried to have nothing to do with what was called Britpop. Oh. Now, this has come from an article by Stephen Dowling in BBC News. OK. But our whole career was trying was spent trying not to fit in. Well, you didn't, Martin, so you did that well. Um God. And I didn't like most of the new bands with the flag waving. I didn't like New Labour or idolise Paul Weller. What? And I hated media-generated movements within music, like that. I'm just gonna end that there.
0: Is that is that that's that harsh? I mean, it's it's not a, it's just.
1: He was signed to Creation Records, and this is the thing we touched upon oh. before. And that's interesting, right? Yeah. So he was signed to <sighs> the label along
0: with these other mm. artists, and he's so, bagging them out.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there, just to I get your I... reaction.
0: Uh, So, the Boo Radleys, we put in the original list of 63 bands, right? And we didn't want them in there, but we put them in there to be fair. I would love to know, you know, we're a couple of episodes in now. Mm -hmm. What does everyone think about the Boo Radleys?
1: Yes, please.
0: Right? Send it... First of all, what do you think to that? Because that's just... I can't believe you took a pop shop at, at Paul Weller. Yep. And... And then second of all, do you actually think they're actually a Britpop band at all? But it's too late now because we've bought all their albums and we've had to listen to them. Mm.
1: It's too late, done it? It's too late, it's too late. It's too late we've done it. I'm not going to be in it though, let's be
0: honest. Yeah, the, I could, no spoilers, but it's a pretty slim, slim chance. Shall we get into the album?
1: Yes, let's get into the album, let's get into the tracks.
0: Okay, alright, so you've been um, telling me about the Madchester movement, absolutely correct. Stone Roses, Inspir- Inspiral Carpets and James... Uh, did you know that they formed in
1: 1980?
0: I was. What were you? A sparkle in your dad's eye.
1: Well, it depends on the month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, also, they
1: have reformed
0: four times.
1: They're here this year.
0: I, here know, my... I know, we'll get to that. Um, they're actually playing the day before my birthday. Happy birthday Kev Do you want to go and see them? I think it would be a laugh It would be
1: a laugh be I a think laugh. we should
0: do it Let's. So there's still tickets So I And it's right down the road from here So we will grab some tickets And let's go and see them And we'll report back on um, how it was Alright so let's talk about the band The Sean Ryder obviously on vocals yeah. uh, Paul Ryder his brother hmm. on bass uh, Mark Day on guitar Paul Davis on keyboard, Gary Whelan on drums. Bez, a bit later, I want to talk about him. And Rowetta later joined the band. Um, can I ask a question
1: about Bez? Yeah. What's he do? Maracas. Mm.
0: And dancing, and dancing, and dancing. Of course. Come on. Of course. How could you forget that? Um, I yeah, I'd love to delve in into- a. Bez, he seems, he's just, if you try and delve into him, it takes you off into all the stuff he's done, and he's, a char- he's just a character. Yep. Um,
1: Can I give you an update on Bez?
0: An update? Oh,
1: yeah, sure. Th- this is hilarious. Okay, good. So, on. you know in the UK they show Bargain Hunt?
0: Uh, is that the, the antiques kind of one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. So, right. so
1: um, at the middle of this year in the UK, mm. they, had a, they have celebrity ones. Right, and it was okay. Happy Mondays went head to head with Pulp. No way, hundred percent. So um, basically, was it the full lineups?
0: Like everyone joined in?
1: Yeah, and they it, no. So it was like two. So it was like two did of did it.
0: Nah, Cocker it. Yeah, been. he
1: did. He cocked yeah, it. he did it for Pulp. Um, and Jeez. Bez was on the Stone Roses side. I mean, the Happy Monday side. Sorry.
0: With which, which, who, who um, partnered with him? Do you know? Okay.
1: But um, he but Pulp won. Because, go on. Bez broke the show's rule rules. It uh, broke the show's rules by artificially inflating prices, handing the victory to Pulp. <laughs> <laughs> so how this happened was so
0: Bez cheated.
1: Basically, but he didn't. He said he didn't realize. So let me explain. Oh, go on. So the Happy Mondays team ended the program with a profit of a, of eight quid. Eight quid. Eight quid. Eight quid. Um, after buying a vintage rustic novelty mirror in the shape of a horse collar, a biscuit <laughs> tin, a mid-century record player. But a member of the Bargain Hunt production crew noticed that the winning bidder for two of their um, slots was Bez's girlfriend. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Therefore breaking the show's rules and forcing the ending to be reshot with victory handed to Pulp. I... Have tried to find it I need to watch it
0: If, if anyone has the link to that, I need to see that We it. need to watch it
1: I, I mean what's happening in the world When Happy Mondays and Pulp are on Bargain Hunt
0: Oh god I mean this, that's just That's blown my mind
1: I need to see it Can somebody please And he
0: cheated He, he che- cheated Not even Equid Not even clever I mean you just got your missus <laughs> to I'll do quit. it and then that was it. Ten quid! I can't approach a stranger, or at least... Oh, Bez. Oh. He's had... Well, he... Uh, One, Celebrity Big Brother. He's been bankrupt, allegedly, countless times. And uh, he's had a run in politics. Did you know that?
1: No, but I would love to hear about that.
0: There were... And this is the problem with Bez, right? You start looking at the Happy Mondays... And then you get taken down the road with Bez and you just go, what the heck hasn't this guy done? And then you go, wait a minute, I'm not here to research Bez, I'm here to research the album. Brilliant. But um, he has done absolutely everything. Um, Let's talk about our mates The Guardian again. Okay. Uh, They ran a poll for the best Happy Mondays album. Guess what won it? It's got to be this one. It's not this one. It's the album Bummed. So remember how I was talking really? about... Yeah, it won it by 8%. 46% of the vote took that album, which surprised me. Interestingly enough, guess what percentage Yes, Please got? Mm. So let's pause because... Spoiler, we're probably never going to talk about Yes, Please again. What were your thoughts on that album? It's not
1: good. <laughs> it's not good. That's yet. being
0: polite.
1: It's not good.
0: It's not good at all. It's it's a bit of a messed album. But guess... You know what percentage it got in the vote for Best Happy Mondays album? Ten. One.
1: One. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly right.
0: My question I've wrote it down is who the heck voted for that? Who thought Yes Please was a better album?
1: It's I mean, seriously.
0: It's that's all Sean a Ryder. Of taste, Kev. that's Sean Ryder voting on that. It's all that's a matter of is. taste. Um Alright, so we get into a bit of the songs. Do you have anything else in sort of your notes?
1: Um I guess the, the only thing in terms was um I know you you go into sort of more reviews towards the end but Oh
0: yeah. yeah so Stuart
1: McConey, um of the enemy and I'll touch upon him later, I read a lot of his stuff. I actually love his writing. I agree with a lot of his reviews. Really? Is mm. he a
0: positive or a negative writer? No, it
1: depends on the album, but he's positive normally. Okay. But I mean it does depend. Okay. But um he hailed this um this album as a tremendous record and a gauntlet chucked at the feet of all the other would be legends in town. In terms of that Manchester, what a
0: great quote!
1: Mm. Um, and I agree with him.
0: Yeah, it's a, and and we'll get into that in a second. Um, what we both thought of the album. My opinion kind of changes on this album Does it? every day. Oh, I love it, right? Because there are some just brilliant songs on it, and then I get taken away by maybe a crap song with some really struggling vocals, where the beat doesn't quite you know pick me up, and I sort of go. Ugh. Perfect example, I came into this, this um, episode going, I'm going to have ratings regret. Like, remember how I did that previously? Mm-hmm. And I put it on in the car on the way over here. And it sounded great. And I just was like, <laughs> bopping away on my way over here. And I'm like, I can't. And for me, it's just one of those albums that sort of when I listen to it, I'll maybe go, eh, not in the mood for this. And then the next minute, bang, perfect. Exactly what I want. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting album for me. Um, Alright so let's talk about the the sort of songs that came off the album Um, So Step On was the first uh, song off the album It was in April uh, of 1999 Got to number 5 Yep Uh, It's an amazing song It's so much fun And it was sampled Did you know it was sampled? Yeah it's a cover It's well it's a kind of I wouldn't say it was a cover It's more of a sample Because they used the guitar loop from it But um, do you know who it's from?
1: John Congress Well done And the song He's going to step on you again In
0: 1971 Yeah Did you listen to the song
1: It got to number 4 in the UK
0: uh-huh.
1: And number 70 in the US Look at you And I did listen to the song And I watched the little thing on um, YouTube And? um, It's not bad It's a good song it's right? Good song. Yeah I listened to it and I'm This um, is
0: actually really really good
1: It was a protest song Was it? Against white man's appropriation of native territory in Africa
0: Okay. All right. Um, oh wow! Actually, I'm looking at that song. Differently. It was yeah.
1: around a riff lifted from an African tribal dance recorded in a jungle. Yes. And it's cited by the Guinness Book of Records as the yes. first ever sample used on a record. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. That's
0: brilliant. Great. You, yeah. You done your homework, Les. <laughs> <the> <laughs> ten out of bomb.
1: ten for Les. Nailed that. A plus.
0: Um, did you watch the video to step on?
1: Yes. Why are you saying all like of that? Well, it's funny, but it's, well, it's you can see it's dated. That's the funny thing.
0: I, oh, we have different opinions about this. I watched it today, and I actually felt it aged really well. I liked it. It's on the top of a building. Yeah. The sun is setting, and they're drinking and smoking. And, and, I, and I actually thought, oh, but I've watched a lot of videos, right? And you're no. talking 1990s. So it's almost 30 years old, this, this song.
1: I actually thought it
0: aged quite well.
1: Do <laughs> you? Yeah, I do. I thought. Oh, I think it looks pretty 90s.
0: Hey, I watched. What was that James so, uh, song I watched in uh, nineteen f- from 1999? It looked horrendous. At least yeah, this right. is just that clip on top of them on a building. I thought it was actually really good. So, yeah, I, I felt it was a, a good video. So, it got to number five. Uh, then uh, in October, they released Kinky Afro. Again, number five. Now, please tell me you watched the video to
1: this. No, I
0: didn't. Oh! It is. Hilarious they the band are are doing their thing, and uh they have models around them dancing, and I would love to know the background of that video. There's not much on it, but it looks to me like the models who have selected have zero clue what's going on <laughs> like so they they I reckon they've just been told, stand over there, look nice, dance with the music, and they just have these looks going. Who am I? Like, who are these people? What am I doing here? What music is this? Why is that person dancing with the maracas like that? Like so much! <laughs> right? It just it's a it's a really hilarious video. Do you it know just... what the
1: song's about? No, go on, tell me. So this song is about a dysfunctional inner city family. Okay. And it paraphrases part of the chorus from what song? <sniffs> Lady Marmalade. Does it? Mm-hmm. <cuchy, cuchy, mama, oh, yeah. na, na. Did they By get La, La that? Bell's 1974. No. Um,
0: they got permission for that?
1: Okay. Must have done. <laughs> must have done. Sean Ryder told Enemy that the idea for this track came from the hot chocolate song Brother Louie. Okay. Um, he said that he'd always wanted to do a groovy song like that um, and they were going to call it Groovy Afro but changed it to Kinky after The Farm, the band, came out with the song groovy, The Groovy Train.
0: Oh, good song as well, that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Gonna sing it? Nope. Oh, no. that's a that's a really good song, actually. Um, anything else on Kinky After? That's good. Thank you. No. Um, number three, the third song, Loose Fit, uh, released uh, in March '91. Number seventeen. Uh, nothing major to call out from the video. They were just standing. Love that
1: song. Do you? It's gonna be a loose fit. It's gonna be loose. Why are you fit. dancing like that? Because that's what they do. Is that what
0: the Manchester movement dances like? One hundred percent. Really? <laughs> that must be because of the baggy trousers. <laughs> uh, it's not what it's about? All right. Shall we get into the tracks then? Yes. All right. So, um, what's your favourite track?
1: Step on. Yeah. Okay.
0: But. This is where, again, I get up There's some great songs And then there's some not so great songs But So let's go through it Uh The first track is is Kinky Afro As you've just mentioned there Great way to start an album, right?
1: Great way
0: I've just gone It's just awesome I love it It's a classic It just Brilliant Do you want to hear it? I'd love to Alright, let's play it now Uh, it does get you bopping away straight into the it album um,
1: I hope the album does, I love
0: it Well, I'm going to challenge you on some of this Okay I'm sure you didn't bop to all of the songs in the album But we'll get no. to them, we'll get to them um, God's Cop uh, I've said, it's not bad It's okay I feel I don't know, where do you stand on Sean Ryder's vocals? <laughs> Let's try and be a bit PC here
1: Okay, so This is the thing a lot of the... Like, the Manchester movement, if you think about um, a lot of these bands... Well, Ian Brown's vocals.
0: Oh, I wasn't going to mention that earlier. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah.
1: Ian Brown's vocals, Sean Ryder's vocals, at times Liam's vocals. There are... Um,
0: You're bagging your boy out.
1: No, it's not bagging it out. It's a unique sound, right? Yes. They're not classical singers. They're certainly not trained singers. But his, I feel the vocals add to the tracks. Okay. If you had... Michael Bublé singing "Step On." Right? <laughs> <laughs> Would it sound the same? It's a good point.
0: No, absolutely no, not.
1: It makes it. They're not technically trained singers. They're not technically amazing singers. But you know what? It may for me. It's the e. It's the whole. Um, it's part of the genre. A lot of the Britpop singers are not. Like I love, I absolutely love Embrace. He's not an amazing singer either. Like. Mm. You gotta. I don't believe. Like I feel that the vocals add to the tracks and that okay. makes the bands. And if you were to have your generic poppy star person singing these songs, it wouldn't, it's work. Not, it wouldn't work.
0: Yeah, good point. And also, you need because some of his vo- uh, his lyrics, ooh, they're harsh.
1: Yeah, they are, and you need that.
0: I can't imagine Michael Bublé singing no. some of the stuff he does. No. Um, I so God's Cop. I have put not bad. Okay, this is where I sort of think the vo- his vocal struggle a little bit, but I love the breakdown in the halfway mark and I love the ending. Good song. I think it's mm. worth a play. Yep. Yeah. All right. This is God's Cop. Two Thumbs up, good start to the album. Great start, good start. Donovan, mm. ah, see, you've done it already, haven't you? Lost them.
1: Oh, it's not, yeah, it's not the best song in the album. Well, it's not offensive, it's just. I've
0: put here, so I've got ca- catchy intro, good beat at the, the minute 20 mark, and the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. Really, yeah, so it's I thought it's a grower for you, it's a grower, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, not gonna play that, no, I don't think so. Nah. And we're definitely not going to play Grand Grandbacks Funeral.
1: No, it's awful.
0: So talk to me about that. What did you think of this?
1: Um, <laughs> like I don't, I don't get this. I, it doesn't fit with the album. Look, like, I think there's always two songs. I like, you talk about the fact that when I've challenged you sometimes and I've said, "Oh, well," like when we talk about Scuba Delica, you like more songs than you don't on the album, but then yeah. you say you don't like the album because you need to like every song. That's true. I don't agree with that. I think you, there are some tracks on even the best albums that you don't particularly love. Yeah. And you would put them in order. Yeah. So this isn't a bad. It's not the worst track for me, but in terms of the other on the album, I don't. It's it's
0: it's really hard, especially when you rate an album, and what you struggle with is an album that has hits, but doesn't have. it, It has those songs that you just don't like. Yeah. How do you rate that against? Pretty good, solid album. Depends
1: how many of those songs there are. And for me on this album, there's maybe only two. Uh, yeah, I
0: would agree with you, actually. I mm. think there was two that I sort of went, yeah. Uh, yeah. okay. Um, so, Grand Back's Funeral, I've gone probably one of my least favourite songs. We'll just leave it there. I'm not going to play that. Yep. Um, but, uh, Loose Fit picks things back oh, up, I love think. love it.
1: Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it.
0: Um, Don't make me sing it.
1: Go on, sing it. It's gonna be a loose fit. It's gonna
0: be a... You cannot sing without doing that weird dance, which I don't know where it's come from. That's what
1: I do in the car.
0: That's what you do in the mm-hmm. car. Yep. Oh, Alright, so um, let's play a little bit of Loose Fit because it's your favourite song. Mm-hmm. Loose Fit is this. Do what you do. Didn't do the silly dancing that time So thank you for that <laughs> uh, Can we... Uh, Dennis and Lewis is next I've got to like this Not great, yes, but it's good yeah. Okay, let's get past that Can we get into Bob's Your Uncle?
1: You like this, do you? Oh, I really like it. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even on the song
0: and the way here Like in the car, I'm like I, I whacked this one up Yeah, it's a great song I love it, especially when the sort of flutes kick in towards the end I'm all in on this song Yeah This one I That's hilarious So Bob's Your Uncle Here it is Why don't you do those things to me Why
1: don't you do it to me Why don't you do those things to me See what I mean It's just yeah, it's How very... can you not like yeah, that no. song
0: I know So that It just It makes me smile Um. Now Step on I mean, it's just a classic. Uh,
1: Classic song.
0: Excellent, Bruce. song. don't have a bad word to say about this. Yeah, do I? All right, here's Step On. Number nine, Holiday. What do you reckon?
1: Mm. Uh, It's the other one. So, that I'm not that fond of. Oh, the last one? No, oh, that this one. Yeah, that one.
0: So, I've put, how do you follow Step On? You can't. Well, you can't. Uh, so, I, I think, I mean, how, I, I really, how do you, I don't think you can change some of the placings of the songs either. I, I'm looking at this album and sort of going, well, where would you move them around? But you can't put all your songs up front, which I, I no, nah, you leave it as is. Um, it's okay. It's not yeah. great, so we're not going to play that. And then what we'll do is we'll play Harmony to take us out the the podcast. What did you think of the last song, Harmony?
1: So I like it. I've gone. It's all right.
0: I've gone. It's all right. It sort of slows right down, and you know you've got a really fast paced, dancey, catchy sort of album. And then that is it song, the big song to kill you? No, it's not app- the big song. No, no, absolutely not. But to your point, would you have put anything else in there? Probably not mm, Yeah Because they really have dropped the tempo And kind of ended it on that sort of soft note So you know it's the end of the album And not You're sitting after step on Going yeah. Where's the rest of my album So uh, We Are pretty much in agreement Of the fact that There's maybe two songs That we yeah. don't necessarily like about the album But the rest There's some big songs uh, It's a good listen All the way through
1: Were you agreeing too much recently?
0: Yeah uh, we are Now uh, no, it's coming Oh no It's coming oh, no. um, Alright, so We looked at the chart We looked at where it came in Do you think Were you surprised
1: At how successful it was? No um, No, not really I think when you think about when, we, when I talked about That whole Manchester Cultural scene It was a huge part of that The Mondays were a, hap- they were a huge part of that
0: The Mondays were happy
1: um, cool. They were happy Yeah um, And I think that when we think about what was also in the charts at that time, um, well, thank goodness for that album.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, Phil Collins. What else is there? I mean,
0: we've got a mate who's going to see Phil Collins. Probably seen them, seen him already. And do you know what the name of the tour is? What? I'm not dead yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, Talent is songwriter, right? Three
0: days he sold out a major venue. No, of course. Event. and
1: like, Yeah, like you, can't, you, know, like you can't... Phil Collins. He's Phil Collins. Um, what a legend to come out with is. the name of the tour like that, in a way. Yeah, yeah he's, like he is. But I'm thinking about... The, a lot of these artists are coming towards the end, right? So when you think about when you read those charts... No, at the, the careers.
0: Oh, okay, okay, good, glad, we thanks. We had
1: the best of Elton John at number one. We had Phil Collins.
0: Oh, yeah, true. Like,
1: we had status quo. Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard.
0: Yeah. I mean, this
1: is just, that's the album chart you of the to, 90s. Uh, yeah, good point. We good point. Well, there need to, it was like refreshing. You can imagine if you were, well, like, our age or a bit older, and then all of a sudden you've got, boom, here come the Happy Mondays. Well, that's better than...
0: If only your dad had discovered Black Box.
1: Oh, he loved it. A bit earlier, but earlier, I mean, the fact mind.
0: he's using Spotify. Oh, he
1: loves Spotify, oh. makes his wee playlist, loves it.
0: Wow, amazing! All right, let's get through some reviews, yeah, and let's get on out of here, right? Uh, let me read you. Usually, I'll give one bad review and then the rest is all sort of mm-hmm. positive. Uh, so this is a guy called King Lennon off Rate Your Music, I love some of the names. Uh, and his my man King, his spelling's a bit rough. But there should be a zero star purely for this album because Rate Your Music, the minimum is a half a star. Anyway, there should be a zero star purely for this album. I used to own this, but I flew to Africa and left the album on the floor near near an elephant stampede. It's beyond atrocious. It's pure, it's pure music skills and vocal skills cannot be described with words. Terrible, terrible stuff.
1: So is his writing.
0: So our man King Lennon flew to Africa Goodbye. and some elephants. Yeah, away. whatever. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Alright, so the rest, I mean this is, it's very similar to Screamadelica. This is a universally loved album, right? Um, So, Paul Kendall of Amazon. It's impossible to not enjoy English music of the early 90s. While the US was occupying itself with Nirvana and Grunge, the UK was turning out masterful works by Blur, The Charlatans, Happy Mondays, Primal Screen, The Stone Roses... Not to mention a whole group of talented second tier bands. I can't think of a release that sums up the entire baggy rave scene as this one does. Don't point at me. An incredible mix of groovy beats, chunky bass lines, funky guitars, along with utterly unique vocals. Music that sounds as good uh, today as it did back then. Able to easily overcome so much of today's bland, overproduced stuff. Emphatically recommended. Absolutely agree. Good review, that.
1: Great review. Well So, put. when he sort of said, you know, how it can, it sort of stands up. Yeah. How do you think this album's aged?
0: i got to be honest, it actually, and again, I've got to go back to what I just played in my car. It sounds great. It holds up really well. You still, yeah. when you hear the tracks, you just, you get a pick-me-up and you, you start rocking. So, has it held up well? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Your thoughts?
1: I mean, I I think it has.
0: You think it has? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. Sometimes I wonder—is it because I loved it? But then not really, because I feel like there's a lot of albums we've gone through throughout this process that haven't. So it's not just because we like them or we like the bands. Some of them generally do sound dated, yeah, and haven't stood up. But this, like, I don't. I think in twenty years' time, I'm still gonna love Step On.
0: Uh, you know what, I think you're right 100% Yeah, I think so Good call uh, A couple more quick reviews UltimateGuitar.com uh, Stuart uh, reviewed this The album name sums it up really It contains all the psychedelic and trippy sounds That you would expect in an album Completed at the height of the Manchester scene The music swirls in a mix of halogenic drugs taken influencers from hip-hop Electronic, indie rock, and anything with a rhythm that you struggle not to want to dance to. The album combines dancey rhythms with jangly guitars, funky bass-less, and bass lines, and humorous, optimistic lyrics. Happy Mondays impress with their hooks and fun melodies. The review, he gave it a 9.9 out of 10. A 9.9.
1: Wow. Whoa. What did what they, lose they lose a point? What oh, the like...
0: um, One last review. Starts off a bit. You think it's a bad one and then he moves into positive. Sean Ryder is a bad singer, a very bad singer. Uh, so this is Sam Markovich, Uh but he has a voice. Half bored, half stoned, completely out of musical harmony, but it's the perfect voice for the sound created by his fellows. That's what you were talking about. Uh, aerial riffs, bass guitars, mix of dance, soul, African rhythms here and there. Those guys said goodbye to the cold wave and brought the sun back in Manchester. Pills and Thrills is a summary of their world. It's a good mix of positive vibes. Melted with witty and dark humour, some silly and un- understandable lyrics, references on drugs and sex, and it's also the beginning and end of an era. Musically, it was the starting points for bands like Primal Screen, The Charlatans, The Verve, and a flood of dance music. However, it was also the beginning of the end for Madchester. Too much excess led them, and Happy Mondays particularly, to madness and self destruction. You can't be 24 hour party people all the
1: time. Watch the movie. It's true though.
0: Yeah, that I mean that sums up, especially you know for, I haven't seen the movie, which I will watch, um, to move into the next album. Like it's yeah. Uh, so do you remember anything about this album when you were younger? I no, I, I way
1: but, too young so, for me. So I think I've touched upon in earlier episodes how obviously Oasis was one of the bands that kickstarted me into um, okay Britpop. Yep, and from there got me into the Stones, led me into um, Stone Roses, that yep. led me into then. Um, Happy Mondays, so I think I bought this album probably in my um, mid-teens when I was starting to really do my research around all the bands that influenced Oasis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I liked it then, I didn't think I fully appreciated it okay. until um, I was a bit older, and I, it's still these songs are still ones that I listen to now. Okay. Have you ever seen them live before?
0: No. Well, I... I'm not sure if they've come to Australia before. I'm not sure, but no, I never saw them when I was back in the UK. And you know they've split up and brought, and then you got Black Grape, and so there's been a few um, reiterations of them. I, like I said, I think me and you go out. We have a few beers. We step on to, to see them. I think we'll. have You're a good gonna night.
1: get your kinky afro on. Oh. <laughs> um, I've seen them live. Have you twice. Uh, once at Tina Park and I saw them once in Edinburgh they were supporting Oasis at Murrayfield
0: get staffed
1: it was wow. amazing
0: wow yep uh, both performances like so off the back of that you're like Kev we need to see this
1: yeah okay
0: um, what rating did you give it do you hmm. remember
1: I reckon I gave it
0: Six point
1: five. no I think I'd probably give it a 7 you gave it a 7.5 oh seven and a half. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: what do you think I gave
1: if it's down here you must have given it like a Six point five. Close, I give it a seven. You give a seven. So both I b- gave it more than you. Yeah, you did. You did. Um it's definitely seven point five for me, that makes sense.
0: I'm fairly calm I've I've teetered either side of that. I've gone, Oh, I really like these songs, maybe I should pump it up. And then on the other side I'm like, there's some not so great songs and I'm happy with my seven. Alright, so that's the uh, Happy Mondays done. In the bag, uh, a couple of... Happy uh, i
1: got to talk about them. Yeah, me too. that it's a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, doing this on a Tuesday. <laughs> those beers are going down pretty well too. Uh, so, the the Happy Mondays, they are on Twitter, at happy underscore Mondays. It promotes a website called happymondaysonline.com. Doesn't actually go anywhere. The links don't work. So really? yeah, probably need to look at that. Are they touring? Yes, they're playing the day before my birthday. Where they are playing this album in full. We gotta go. Just for this album. They're not playing anything else. This album. Gotta go. Hey, we gotta go. Uh, guess how much this album is off Amazon. Ten quid. Fifty four pence. <laughs> fifty four. Is it worth fifty four pence? Absolutely. 100%. They are on Spotify, and uh, you can listen to all the stuff on there. Um, before I tell you what next week's album is, Les, anything else you want to add?
1: So, I actually do. So, we've been getting... I've asked for a lot of tweets, um, <laughs> posts on Facebook. Okay, um, yep. And we've been getting a few questions. So, good. Um, good, good, I've good. picked one question that we've got f- um, on Twitter from at a horde of rand. So thank you very much for your question. Cool. He asked us, who coined the phrase Britpop? I don't know this either. No, great question. Okay. So I've tried to dig into it. You know I like my research. Oh, you do. So um, most of the research that I have um, done has led me to Stuart McConey, who I mentioned earlier, who writes for NME. Oh, yeah. Um, and he also writes for Select. And that very first cover of Select magazine, which I'd swear on it, oh. that apparently a lot of people attribute the first time that Britpot was mentioned to that. Um, but when you dig a bit deeper... Okay. However, it was also used in relation to the Baggy and Manchester days as well. So that term was actually used oh. in that sort of late 80s, early 90s as so well. So
0: it's not a 90s term then?
1: No. So there are a few... There, are, Look, it, it, it's one of those questions where I'm never sure we're going to get the actual definite answer. Right. It seems to be a phrase that's been used since that era... And then when Select Magazine came out, and, and also Stuart McConey seems to be the name that comes out. Um, so at Horde of Rand, not sure if that fully answers your question, but that's what I can so find So, no one's so really. Far. C-
0: can we take credit for it? If no one else has.
1: Yeah. We, so we did
0: it. We did it. When we were eight years old. Great. We? we came up with that. There we go. There you go. Problem solved. There's your answer. Done. Kevin Les created Britpop. But um,
1: thanks for the question. So, at the end of each episode, we'll. Um, uh, answer a question that you um, Set to us So we look forward to reading them Cool
0: Alright uh, You ready for next week's?
1: I can't wait What is next week's album? You're making me nervous Because You kind of You kind of made me feel Like it's not what I'm going to like Because of the way you've been acting I, think,
0: I might be wrong I think I dropped in an earlier episode That number 45 You weren't going to like And I think I Prefaced the fact that It was either probably going to be Someone like Terrorvision. Are you ready for Terror Vision?
1: Please, it's not, is it?
0: (laughs) You just look on your face.
1: I can't. Do you know what was on my face? What's that? The Vision of Terror.
0: Oh. Oh. Jesus. Boom. Boom. Saved the best for last. That is a next level dad joke. All right, so it's not Terror Vision. Good. They are placed way higher than number 45. That's not even funny. Uh, Next week, we're going to be discussing Sleeper. Yes And the album Which album do you recognise? The It Girl You are correct Yes It is The It Girl So number 45 next week Sleeper The It Girl Immediate thoughts
1: Looking forward to that
0: Oh you're actually excited by this one
1: Yeah I'm excited by this Because this is an album where I have varied my opinion over time
0: This is one that you've been Um, changing a bit
1: Love the fact we're talking about another band with a female vocalist.
0: Yeah, okay, good.
1: Um, I think we could touch a lot more about the females in Britpop. Okay. So looking forward to that. Good. Um, and how I sit with the album right now, I like it. I actually quite really like it. So let's see what my thoughts are next week.
0: Yeah, okay. I I like this album. Yeah. Um, sleeper were a sleeper. For me, oh. oh, I thought I'd trump your dad joke. Um, so sleeper were a surprise um, for me when I re-listened to their albums. I really liked them, so I'm glad that we get to talk about them. Um, whether it's the it girl or smart, is probably our listeners are probably going to go, well, wait, there was a big big hit on smart, and then. But for me, this has more hits, and it's sort of more. I, I like this album more. I do too so I'm looking forward to talking about Sleeper that's next week Um, and our plugs again as always at Britpop Banter we're on Facebook like our page uh, please and send us emails Britpop at gmail.com it comes straight to to me and Les send us feedback on Happy Mondays what you thought of the episode uh, and uh, what you think of the Sleeper album coming up is that your favourite too should it be in the top 50 what's your memories of this Alright Les, let's get out of here. Anything else? That's it. We're done and dusted. Alright, thank you everyone. We'll see you next week.
1: See ya. Bye.